You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Hoops Nerd Post Game Show. It seems like we're seeing a pattern here with the Jazz. The Jazz have to figure out, way, figure out a way to fix the pattern because they are playing amazing with their starters. The bench comes in. Everything falls apart. Teams seem to just be able to score at will. And our scoring is not very good. And then the starters come back and win the game. And that's been what the story has been for multiple times this season, maybe the entire season. Apparently, the Jazz lead the league in clutch wins. They lead the league in me having anxiety over every single game. And I would like that to stop. I would like the Jazz to figure something out with this bench unit that can change things for the Jazz. Uh, today, I mean, all right, first, for all my Croatian fans, I believe Bogey's from Croatia. If I'm wrong, please let me know in the comments. But Bogey was just an incredible shooter again. Bogey moment of the day. Bogey shot it well. Bogey hit shots. Boyan. It was great. Fantastic. Plus 14 from Boyan. All right. The story of the game really, uh, well, two stories. Rudy Gobert is just amazing. Honestly, this show could be called the Rudy Gobert postgame show because every single night Rudy brings it. Every single night Rudy dominates. Every single night Rudy impacts the floor on offense and defense, whether it's just blocking everything, impacting lanes, second jumps for rebounds, or just adjusting. I mean, just everything Rudy does on defense is amazing. Is amazing. He goes out on the perimeter, follows the perimeter player to the rim, blocks the shot. He deflects. He just does everything, guys. Tonight, Rudy Gobert was just an absolute beast. He was six for nine from the field. Nice. He was five for five from the free throw line. 19 rebounds, one rebound short of 20 rebounds and 17 points. Monster. Three blocks. Uh, one assist, one steal. Monster night from Rudy Gobert. The most, one of the most impactful players in the league that just doesn't get talked about. So he impacts the game on both ends of the floor, offensively as well, because he's clearing lanes to the rim for everybody. And it's great to see. I love watching Rudy Gobert play. If you watch Rudy Gobert night tonight, you see what he does. And tonight he did those things. The other nice thing tonight, uh, besides nice shooting from Joe Ingles, four for eight from three, he's back, by the way. That's nice to see. The Jazz are slowly going to come back. And we talk a lot about these bench problems, and they're a problem for sure. But Mike Conley will help that. When Mike Conley gets back, that will help a little bit. Although I don't know how much it's going to affect the defense. The Jazz need to find more defense from somewhere else. Hey, there's a guy on the bench. I wrote about it on SLC Dunk. What if we played Dante Exum instead of Jeff Green? I looked at every single lineup, and it feels like Je- Jeff Green doesn't affect anything. So could we please put Dante in and just see if he could actually guard a shooter? Put Dante Exum in. Let him guard uh, Graham or let him guard Terry Rozier. Whoever is having a big-time night on the other team while Dante's on the floor, let him go. Let him do it. What are we waiting for? How many times is Quinn just going to watch this second unit just put a massive dump onto the court? Can we please change something? At least one thing Quinn did, besides getting ejected, which was cool. But what he did do, and I'm a big fan of it, is he put Tony Bradley in. And you know what? The Jazz didn't give up a run at that point. 
at that point, I know he had the fouls. They were pretty ticky-tack fouls. This was an awful ref crew tonight, by the way. They had no control or no consistency with anything. But Tony Bradley came in and he played pretty solid. And it felt like, you know, it felt like Rudy Gobert light, probably extra, extra light. You know, if there's like a diet diet, that's what it was. But it was solid. It was screen setting and it was rim protection. And he's a big body. He's not someone you can just go around or score over. He at least makes it difficult. And he's a good rebounder. He's got great hands. So I'm all in on Bradley from now on. If that's what it takes and that's the change we're going to make, then great. And by the way, I'm going to have to give credit where credit's due. Moutier had a nice night tonight. Moutier was 5 for 9 from the field, 2 for 4 from 3, plus 5. Moutier was solid. So you got to give credit to Moutier. Nice win for the Jazz. Uh, if I miss something, let me know in the comments. But you know what? I'm happy with it. Also, George Niang, three for three from the field, three for three from three. It was a good night for for George Niang. Uh, maybe Jeff Green for uh, uh, Dante Exum could happen at some point this season. Please. Please. Uh, guys, like and subscribe to this channel. Make sure that you rate and review on the SLC Dunk podcast. I will talk to you later. <laughs>